Hello, and welcome to episode 89 of the Knowledge is Power Hour. I'm Brian. Christian, you're not wearing a mask. I'm not wearing a mask, Brian. I wanted to get that out of the way off top of the show. Uh, I don't believe in masks, and I think um, they make me look weak. Now, I will wear them in public, but when I'm on a when I'm on a Zoom call, when I'm on a Skype call like this, I got to look as tough as possible out here on the internet. So I am not wearing a mask. You do look very strong, and I am cowering in in my little and, corner over here. And you don't have to do that, because you know me, I'm a nice guy, and even though my visage, my visage is frightening right now, you can trust me. Trust me. Oh, well, if you say so. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. What, now, are you wearing a mask? I can't see on, under the, you're in the shadows. Uh, well... In a way, but I, I am inside right now. So I, I read online that you can't get the droplets of the coronavirus through the computer. So I, I felt comfortable mm-hmm. because I read it in one place that I don't need to wear a mask. Good, good. Well, then I guess we're both safe. So good for us. So what are we even talking about? <laughs> what are we even talking about? I see. I just actually saw your your new microphone for the first time and your microphone has a little mask on it. You can never be too careful. Yeah, you wouldn't want to get the, your microphone infected because then the podcast would be and then anybody who listened to the podcast would get infected with the virus and that's just liability that we cannot handle. Yeah, we already have people tuning out because our content's too hard and our takes are too mm-hmm. hot so we can't also have them afraid they're going to get sick just by listening to us. Right, right. We have people who don't believe in masks right now saying this is not the podcast for me. Uh, I will say I have been getting a little mad at people not wearing masks uh, outside, which you may have seen online. (laughs) I have seen. You're getting very mad online about people not wearing masks, Brian. I I think it's a good just visual way to show you don't give a fuck about people. And it's one of those things where it's like uh, everybody's waiting in line in the cafeteria and then the one asshole just walks up in front of everybody uh like we don't want to be waiting in line either but we're doing it because everyone else is doing it and that's how things work and then just like takes the last piece of lasagna now okay in new york city is it an is it a mask on policy all the time is that what's currently going on there i mean it's kind of wear a mask when you go into stores that's every store is requiring that a few people are kind of just saying fuck it and going in anyway but for the most part yeah. uh like there are stores that kind of cater to those people but then uh at the park it's kind of expected to wear a mask but you don't have to really is it that crowded because like when you're outside you're pretty like low risk if you're six feet away yeah and it's i think it's one of those things where everyone recognizes that too but it's also just a visual way to show people that hey i'm taking this seriously see but but brian when i'm outside i'm not i don't wear a mask yeah and it's also a little bit you know more spread out where there are just sidewalks here that are not that far apart yeah so it's like you might as well just wear the mask in case yeah and then i guess there was an article about runners kind of drawing a lot of ire for not wearing masks the the running thing is tough because i do run and i do not wear a mask when i run and i've never seen anybody wearing a mask when they run honestly and like runners apparently have like a tunnel of wind behind them and droplets that's like 30 feet yeah that's i don't buy any of that like i think it's such a low risk but I'll, i'll wear a mask because i think that i am responsible for i mean i'm not responsible for anyone else's anxiety but if i can do something that doesn't make people clam up when they're already so afraid then i'm going to do it it's not that hard to put on a mask and then the flip side is also 
when you wear it, it like I, I'm a fast, I can run further now because I've been running with a mask on. So it's like, I, I, I see it as a no brainer, but there are people who are just so, so adamant that they won't and they're right. allowed to be, but then I'm allowed to think they're a dick too. And they can't and yell at them. Yeah. It's like this whole argument that, uh, you know, Oh, I'm not going to be living in fear. Uh, but then it's like, they're not wearing it because they think that they're, you know, it makes them look weak. It's like, okay, well clearly that you're afraid of, you know, losing your status or thinking, having people think you're a pussy. But what if you don't, I mean, but the point, like, you don't always have to have a mask on to be safe. No, you don't. Uh, and I, I think that's kind of the, where that line of demarcation has been, where it's, I don't need to have this on, but mm-hmm. people are wearing it and kind of viewing it. It's like almost symbolic in a way, but also it's, you know, necessary. It's like, you see Wuhan just, uh, there was a stat, I guess, that like they had nine new cases and they're testing everybody. And every yeah, expert is saying to wear a mask. So it's like, I, I just don't see why you In wouldn't. some t- places. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, let me rephrase that. Uh, the majority of experts are saying to wear a mask. And then a few who uh, are being amplified uh, to the level of, hey, look, there are two sides here, uh, mm-hmm. are giving people the confidence that they don't need this thing. Right. I think if you're in a, a store, if you're like indoors, you should be wearing a mask. Or if you're in a crowded outdoor space, which in that case, you should just not be, you should try not to be there if you can, like a park or something. But like if you're just walking along or something, like that's, I don't know how crowded New York is outside right now, but like Minnesota, you know, like there's some people are outside but it's not that bad so it's like i just don't wear a mask yeah i mean it's hard to avoid people here it's unrealistic to expect to go outside and not have at least one instance where you pass somebody within closer than six feet close yeah right right yeah i don't know it's yeah this in especially in the store that's like it's basically almost impossible to to ensure but then on the flip side you don't want to be sanctimonious about it and then you want to assume good intent where i know i'm being kind of like a you know like look at me i'm such a good person and i, I understand a little bit of a scold yeah, yeah. but like mm-hmm. maybe there are people who like they can't breathe out of their nose so they cover it up and it's like you don't know what that deal is but there's no way to communicate that to anybody so now everyone's pissed off at each other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it's a shitty situation I, I there was a good piece in i think it was the week that i read today that maybe you read too vox it was in no no it was the week but it was about how basically like the virus is of course just become another like culture war thing where it's like you know me not wearing a mask or like protesting against like more lockdowns or whatever it's not about like the virus or safety it's about like you know the right versus the left and these personal freedoms that we hold so dearly and my freedom to go pick up a uh, 48 rolls of toilet paper for my you know yeah it's like everybody's so pissed ass. off about the freedoms of this all while congress is secretly passing a bill that allows the fbi to look through people's browsing history on the internet without a warrant it's like oh my freedoms are being walked on while like all the like right. while your real freedoms are being walked on yeah but that's like those people they don't care about that shit like of course this is the thing that they like focus on which is why brian you shouldn't worry about people not wearing a mask and you should i guess worry about like i don't know the systemic inequalities or something like that i was thinking about that if i've if i've gotten like or uh, let me rephrase that if i 
in the last like five years had gotten as mad about literally anything more important mm-hmm. as I have about mask where I would be. And on the flip side of that, like I'm, I would say that I'm in a pretty, I wouldn't say influential position because no one listens to our podcast, but I, I have uh, a pretty good network of people who, if I really wanted yeah. to like make something happen, I could uh, mm-hmm. more so than most people I know. Whether like I know that sounds cocky, but like I am, well, and also, I'm like the president of the alumni association in New York. Uh, I like just worked in influencer marketing. I'm in like Telegram groups with people yeah. in the industry. Like I I know people, and it's like yeah. part of the way that that was able to happen was by kind of keeping my mouth shut uh, mm-hmm. at certain times. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, it's just like yeah, this is insane. Well, Brian, you mean you're also like a white man in a society I- where white guys are the apex predator uh i'm actually a uh half hispanic man that is that's, under the guise of a white yes. man and being a trojan horse thank you very much you're white passing. you're you're welcome uh all the people i'm using my white privilege for good uh even though you fucking hate me go kill yourself not really delete like that i'm just i'm kind of i'm just kind of bitter that i've been like on you know i i guess people, i haven't communicated to people that i'm on the team but it's just like ah, it's infuriating like what that are you having a so a, a political awakening right now? Not necessarily. I mean, I've had it, but it's just like it's frustrating. Where I I wouldn't say that I am left in the sense that I think a lot of people are like I think by saying that you immediately shut yourself off to being heard by the right in the same way that when you say that you're on the right, you're shutting yourself off to being heard by the left. So uh, I've tried to kind of be there, but uh-huh. it's it's really frustrating to me when people like assume that this is what you believe based off of uh, like don't don't take our last five years of being friends as uh like a means of who i am take you know the Uh, thing that you uh, saw me tweet that one time without even thinking about what i'm doing and i'm sure i do that to other people too but it's just like yes but some people are wrong yeah and i have to remember that like yeah maybe people are just fucking stupid well yeah some people are just like you're they're kind of a lost cause and it's like okay to be like there are bad people there are evil people that we must defeat um yeah i don't know i've also kind of come around to i'm at this point where i i thought that like you know dealing with people who might not agree with me you know like we'll you know talk reasonably but these are people who very much respond to like a strong man like they're they, mm-hmm. you know all the people who say that they don't want to live in fear are the ones who like live gravitate to the fear monger so mm-hmm. maybe i just like maybe you just have to be a dick and that's how they'll listen to you i mean i think some people that might be true if you if you want to like go to war which like sometimes it feels like that's the exact right thing to do is just say like fuck it let's let's fight because like you're so you're wrong and you're making life miserable for so many people i mean it just feels like a lose-lose situation with the virus because especially with the people who are not wearing masks because it's like on the flip side of this it's either a uh you know you were right and you didn't get sick and you're then you're gonna be like oh i was right (laughs) and on the other side of it it's like you get the virus and then i don't want to be like haha i told you so because that's you know i don't want anybody to get sick i don't want anyone to die like, but then on the, I don't. I also don't want to be like, oh, you, I'm right and you're wrong. So it just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't it be nice if like certain people died? It's it is strange to me that uh, President Trump has. 
put his voters at such risk knowing that and maybe he doesn't know this and that's the problem but knowing that in doing so he's gonna have fewer voters uh well i mean he doesn't even think about that that's the thing is it's just what's best for me and for him you know playing to his base and being like well this is what you should do aren't you pissed off because i'm pissed oh we have to wear a mask well i'm not wearing a mask because i think it would make me look bad see that's the thing that's the thing that's kind of fascinating about this virus is that like you know conservatives conservative media right is all predicated on basically like whipping up fear among like old white people who are their base um and it's you know in the intent to keep them in power and to keep white people uh up and student and, and people of color down and like now you know for so long that's been fine it's not like inherently bad for the older white people it's a good investment for them because they stay on top of the food chain and they don't care right they're not like human enough to really care about like what's happening to the people below them or they don't think about it but now with the virus it's like oh no those people are like actually going to die like they're gonna not be there because of this misinformation so it's sort of like the snake like eating its tail like it's kind of you know actually happening I don't, you know i don't know if we'll see any like electoral significance of this or anything like that and like obviously again we you don't pray for like death it, but it's it is it is a very interesting thing to watch happen because it's like well i i have no power here about what they're going to do yeah and then it's like and so like i wonder are they just gonna send their whole base to like the virus mines like it's weird and it's uh mindfuck because i don't know if I'm now reading the wrong information too, and I don't think I am, but mm-hmm. it's when no, you have to be sure of yourself. Yeah, but that's right? their As problem you too. You know what's you know what truth is for the most part. Yeah, but I mean that's their problem too. It's like they're so sure of themselves, so they keep doubling down. Yes, but they're wrong. That's where you have them. Yeah, it, they're and wrong. That is true. And that that does give me confidence. That's why I, I am so adamant about the the mask thing because that that's just the only it's obvious thing to do a metaphor for for other things yeah <sighs> yeah i don't know i just like m- the mask thing it's like i can't get th- i'm not gonna get like, them to wear a mask it's like my parents they wear masks great i talked to them about it and they're actually they're smart enough they'll they'll do it it's fine but it's like all these stupid protesters who are like doing push-ups <laughs> you know next to each other on the street it's like well man you know what like this is just what you're going to do. I can't change that. So I'm going to worry about other things. Yeah. And it's, you want to focus on what you can control, which you can't control what other people do. And you shouldn't be able to either. Like I shouldn't, no one should have to wear a mask. It's just frustrating that people don't want to. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the same thing. It's like, nobody can tell me what to do, you know? And my, my personal freedoms. Yeah. Which there's a difference between living in fear and choosing to be a dumb fuck, but everybody is welcome to choose to be a dumb fuck. <laughs> Boy, and I thought in New York City these coastal elites would hop right on the liberal mask bandwagon. Well, that's the other thing, too, is I don't know if I'm in a bubble just because New York is so dense and because so many people died and had the virus here that, right. you know, it, when everything spread out across the country that it's really not as bad there so i i have this frustration with people here who aren't wearing masks like i i hope that people who are around the country when they hear me say stuff like that here uh okay that's like a you know new yorker or whatever but i it's just 
it I can see drives me up the wall. As a, yeah, as a New Yorker, I mean, it's particularly traumatic because it's like the virus did, you know, kind of crush New York City for a while. It's probably still the worst in the U.S. there. So it's like kind of especially bad. It's actually, and like, it's, uh, and I, again, I don't know if this is just like, Cuomo trying to make himself look good yeah. like every other politician you know you always gotta sell yourself so the information he's been presenting which I trust because I guess I lean left and because he has been pre- preventing or presenting more information than any, any other yeah, political trust leader something. Uh, there, the last couple of weeks he's been pulling out stats of New York kind of curve going down like it's supposed to and then the, when you take that out of America like America is still going up Mm-hmm. Uh, I think America's definitely going up because, like, you have states like Arizona and uh, Iowa and others that never really fully closed and are already, like, you know, Arizona's like, yeah, sports is going to happen starting next week. If you want to play sports in Arizona, professional sports, go ahead. And it's like, that's not, like, <laughs> it's not going to help. I don't know. It's just very stupid. I mean, it, it would help keep stupid. people inside. But, but, uh, but, I mean, the players... Yeah. It's, it's impossible you know one you have one person who suddenly tests positive the whole thing has to be off or you just risk death yeah well like i don't know it's it's a shit show it's truly it is truly fascinating that like we kind of you know we're in this super polarized time of right and left and what is truth and what is fact and i'm denying this and you're denying that and we have this like acid test of like, okay, here's an incontrovertible truth. There is a virus going around killing people. Go. How do you deal with that? And I get the sense that you can't tell me what to do. I understand that. Uh, and it, it just, why is that what you want to do? <laughs> I mean, that's America, baby. You can't tell me to pay taxes on my tea. What the fuck? My stamps? Are you kidding me? A tax? Two pence on top of that? Mm-mm. Can't do it. Can't do it, son. We got to start a war. Well, yeah, and that's the the other pro- problem right now is that everyone's pissed off, but you can't, like, nobody knows where to take it out. So that's why everyone's taking it out on each other with the mask thing, because, yeah. you know, it's like you can't get mad at the virus. You can get mad at the government, but, like, what can you mm-hmm. actually do? Like everyone's been right. mad at the government and yeah. everyone will always be mad at the government. I mean, that's interesting. Cause yeah, I mean like collective action, like, you know, rallies, protests are basically out of the question right now. So everybody's pissed off, bored at home with, yeah, nowhere to, to get their outlet unless you are a crazy person who goes to rallies and protests right now anyway because that's what you believe in is that i should be able to do this you know whereas like you can't protest against the state opening back up because you don't believe that's the right thing to do because it's like one person is not going to get anything done and any collective action of a rally or something is dangerous so it's like it really it sucks i mean it's once this is all over it's going to be sort of fascinating to see how the right and the left react to everything because this is going to crush i mean it's already crushing like marginalized folks and like the people who can honestly like lose the least or 
who 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 have the least yeah to themselves to their names already. And I, I was watching SNL, uh, and it was I, I think I mostly watched Weekend Update, but yeah. uh, Michael Shea said something about how he felt like wearing a mask was entrapment almost, and I, that wasn't even something that I thought <laughs> about because it's like you know if you get shot if you're worried that by putting your hood up you're gonna get shot imagine wh- what yeah. you think is gonna happen when you wear a mask so it's like either a you don't wear it and then you get a ticket while the, right. all the white people are off like sunbathing in Central Park, or B yeah. you get a ma- you wear a mask and you're afraid that you're gonna get you shot. Get it's like there's no winning. Mhm, mhm, mhm. That's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah. Hey, you know Michael Che, even a even a broken clock is right every now and then. Yeah, he's got the same David Chappelle thing kind of going, where it's like very wrong about a few things but mm-hmm. very right about uh another thing that is arguably bigger which is the fact that uh in america the black population has been set back and this is putting it lightly uh and just like not really had a fair playing field for 400 years plus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right he has that and then he also has like cyberbullying, like a uh, just random person who didn't like his comedy. Like, yeah, it's very bizarre. It's like, what's wrong with you, dude? Dave Chappelle, why are you so funny but you hate trans people? What's up with that? I don't know. Not ideal. Not ideal. Well, Brian, I'm about sick of talking about these masks. Yeah, it's it's the other thing too. It's like I don't want all these like assholes to live rent free in my head. So I just need to meditate well, or whatever. I don't want to be one of those guys, but maybe I should be. I mean, meditating is honestly nice. I recommend it. Yeah. 15 minutes. You feel like you took a nap. I, I endorse. Hannah and I have been doing yoga videos. It's fun. It's nice. Yoga. Yeah. That's one that I have not really gotten into. Although Grace does it. Yeah. She teaches and it, right? Isn't... Or used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think so. Maybe used to. But she's invited me to do yoga every now and then with her, but I never quite have. I don't know. Yoga, maybe. maybe I'm not very flexible, so I always kind of find it kind of painful. They have beginner yoga. You can start there. Is yeah, this like when I you know. tell me to read books? You're just like, yeah, I know I should, but uh. uh maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I already run, Brian. I get my exercise, so... That's what I'm doing. If you're not reading books, where are you getting your information from? Uh, think pieces. Mm, long reads. Twitter. I, I'll read the Breitbart comments a little bit just to kind of get a sense for what what the other or how the other half lives. Is that true? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you don't. I'll, I'll peruse the Breitbart comments because it's important to. I think it's important to think or to at least try to understand what people are coming from or what they're thinking. I think bright. I think you can safely kind of x out Breitbart as people that you need to understand. Uh, I mean, yes and no. Breitbart is like why the White House is how it is. Yeah, but it's okay to be like there. It's a lost cause. You don't need to. You're gonna make yourself go crazy if you read Breitbart comments. You kidding me? Have you heard me the last fifteen minutes? I'm crazy. <laughs> I know, and you need to chill. <laughs> You clearly are stressed out about it. You got to stop reading the comments in the Breitbart uh, black crime section, Brian. Yeah, I'll, I'll just find the most commented ones and just get a feel for like, okay, these are what the takes are. That's fucked up. I don't know why you'd do that. I mean, it's, I'd go insane if I did that. 
there was some libertarian who tweeted about he shared the i or the like runners are getting more mad did i already talk about this you said runners people were pissed at runners but you didn't say there's why. some libertarian guy who uh he writes for reason foundation uh, which is a libertarian think tank and he Great. tweeted that article and he says i do not and will not ever wear a mask when i run uh so i literally emailed him and the first <laughs> time i've ever done this which yeah. shouldn't be the first but it is and you, okay. i basically said uh i had retweeted him and he later deleted the tweet so i assumed it wasn't because he realized Dude, he w- you got his ass well i realized I, I assumed it wasn't because he realized he was wrong it was because all the sheep didn't understand um so i tried to meet him on his turf which was the argument i made earlier which is that it builds your endurance and it makes you a better runner and he hasn't emailed me back yet brian you broke cardinal rule number one don't engage with the trolls and idiots well that this sort of subset of that never start an argument with a libertarian just kind of as a as a cardinal rule they love that shit yeah they love that but honestly i hear that take i will never wear a mask when i run i think i'm a libertarian that's too bad but i think it's also different and he lives in dc which is also a crowded area uh and you live in Minneapolis, which yeah. you don't live in that crowd of an area. Would you at least consider bringing a mask with you? Oh, and that's the other thing, too. If someone, like, I, you do this thing when you, like, walk around the streets where it's, like, I'm looking at people. I'm looking, I'm being such a Sharing dick about it. But I'm, like, I'm, like, doing my best to find people not wearing masks so I can get mm-hmm. mad about it. Brian, you got to I know, stop, I know. Man. This is driving you crazy. I know, it is. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if I see someone with it around their neck then I'm like, okay, they're trying at least. But I think that if you want to be a dick about it and you don't want to mm-hmm. wear a mask, all you got to do is just put it around your neck and then everyone's right. going to think you just like took it off for air and then you didn't. But obviously you don't care what people think, so that's not really resonating. Well, I think if, if somebody in authority told me that I need to wear a mask when I'm running, absolutely, I'll wear a mask. If it's like for safety, yes, I'll wear a mask. But from what I've heard... So far, it's not like you're not at a huge risk when you're outside because, like, droplets and stuff, they have. I hope you're still talking and getting your point across. You just, we're, for the listeners at home, we're doing a video chat and Christian has left the call. So he was in the middle of a rant and might still be going without realizing that we're not there anymore. So I'm now filling the space with something fun and interesting that I'm talking over right now. Oh, and we're back, folks. Brian, uh, the mask police, or, or the mask police got to me. It's too bad. Damn shame. It is. Um, anyway, let's talk about a different kind of mask, shall we? Let's. How about freaking face masks? They're nice. Hannah, Hannah got me on them. She turned me on to it. Now, you're doing one of those tonight, right? That's the intention. Okay, great. So then, what kind is it? We don't know yet. Oh, okay. Wait, what? You, you don't know, like, oh, she, she is she going to go buy them, like, right now? Like, right now, right now. That was how okay. uh, I, I got some privacy so we could have a, a real conversation. Boys chat. Yeah. Finally. Here on this podcast. Um, I think that um, 
let's see. I'm thinking about ones that I've done with Grace. I've done a few with Grace before. I think, excuse me, like peach flavor, very nice. There was one that was like snake skin. I don't think I even did that one. Avocado, those are cool. Um, you gotta have a nice flavor. I, I've done a few in the past. I don't remember the flavors. I just generally remember the... Your skin feeling Yeah, good. I felt good. And yeah. Now, how, how does that work with your beard? I just don't put it over the beard. So you just have it on your upper, you know, yeah, your yeah. Batman mask right. area. Which, that the downside to the mask, too, is no one gets to see the beard. That's kind of a bummer. Well, right. And another downside to the mask is is nobody cares who you were until you wore the mask uh, that's true yeah uh but yeah so. uh, i've been i've been getting into some of these self-care rituals or whatever it's nice it's good i think you need it <laughs> uh, you, you're doing spa night tonight right that's the that's the big night i'm excited for it big night spa night do you have a bathtub you're gonna like have a real spa we have a, well the bathtub like i just you don't really want to do a new york city apartment bath i feel why not? New York City has the best water. You can boil bagels in that thing. Yeah, well, the we do a steam room, which is really, you know, I love showering. That's one of my favorite things to you do. You love, yes, absolutely. Uh, because I hate the earth or whatever. and <laughs> Or you like being clean. Yeah, no, it's more than that. It's like a massage and it's a thinking time. It's the only real space you have privacy in this world. Yeah, sure, right. But then so you're doing a steam room. So does that mean... Are you telling me you run the shower and then you just like sit in there, but not in the water? I'll go in the water. Oh. And then we'll, you know, just like a, we'll take turns kind of. Sure. It's just getting too that intimate. Am I nice. saying, it, is Hannah going to listen to no! this and think like, oh, that's our private life? Oh, well, I don't know. That's, that's for you to decide. I think uh, a homemade sauna, that's kind of nice. That's, you know, that reminds me that my parents have this like kind of DIY sauna in their basement. And I've never used it. That's absurd. Apparently, it's very nice. It's infrared. Why have you never done that? That sounds like extremely your shit. I don't know. I love saunas. Yeah, I love saunas. But I, for some reason, it's just like whenever I go to my parents' house, I'm not like, I'm going to have a sauna. It's like I have a sauna when I'm at like someone's cabin or it's like wintertime and I can go run in the snow outside afterwards. Get all steamed up. I've been steamed up lately. You are you are freaking you're freaking steamed hams over here. I don't appreciate that, but it's fair. So you have face mask. You do the steam room. Is there like massage? Yeah, oils. No, but now it's getting a little too sensual. You know, it's like it's just, right. it's fun. All it's right. just relaxing. That sounds Calming great. Music. I love that. It's supposed to rain tonight for you. Light some candles. Ooh, nice. You know the whole shabam. Light some candles. Incense. Incense. We don't have that, but we would if we did. Okay, uh, music. Yeah, um, we've been getting into chip tune music, like the eight bit kind of albums. I love chip yeah, tune music, it's except so only when it's video game music. Yeah, it's similar. Well, we haven't really gotten mm. video game albums, but it's more like uh, eight bit Beatles or eight bit Pink Floyd, eight bit Radiohead. Oh, There's interesting. You've, you've heard the eight bit Radiohead albums? Um, no, I don't think I have. Oh, they have in Rainbows, OK Computer, today. Better than the real yeah. stuff, except for shut. That's crazy. It's, I see. It's not better, mm. but I when you have a when you like something and then there's a new iteration of it, you can have yeah, a yeah, yeah, appreciation of for it. Of course, you can have it as a treat. 
That's the new phrase. But are you saying you put chiptune music on when you're doing spot night? Sometimes. It depends. There's just like... Big, see, chiptune music, it seems to me... That's, that's sharp. It's a very sharp sound, right? It's just like beep, you know? Like beep, 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 beep. Whereas like if I'm doing spa night, I need like lush, warm tones. Do you and Grace do spa night? Well, no, but I'm just like kind of envisioning it in my head. Maybe some Enya, maybe some like emancipator you know like kind of trip trippy like weed music sort of deal not chiptune doesn't seem like the right the right place for it well that could be why i'm still so steamed up could be you're not getting properly relaxed we did go to the spa in september for her birthday like yeah. one of, like one of the real ones and i i felt so good there it was very 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 nice and yeah uh, Hannah has this theory that every guy who, I guess every straight guy who identifies as straight uh, mm-hmm. really secretly loves all that stuff, but is too afraid to do it because they don't want to be like gay or whatever. I think that's probably a, a fair hypothesis. I think it's probably, there's truth in that. Yeah. Uh, anyway. You know, because I, I, you know, was that Montreal? Heard of it? I've heard of it. It's kind of close to New York, maybe. Not yeah. sure. A few hours away. Montreal apparently has like insanely nice spas, um, like really like fancy ones, like where you like in the winter you can go and they're like just glass, like a glass enclosure and it's like a steam room. And then you go out into like a hot spring. I think it's because they have hot springs up there. Um, anyway, you should check that out next time you want to do a spa. I've been meaning to get there. I don't speak French, but... That would be a little tricky, although I think Quebec City is more of the French-speaking. Well, also, if you go to Montreal, you've got to try the bagels. I don't know when I'll get to go anywhere. I mean, that's a good point. Are you still eating New York bagels? When we have them, sure, but not really. I never really was. What? A little bit. But, Brian, God, if I was in New York, I'd eat bagels every day. If you were in New York, then you would get 35 maybe not 35, probably like 25, 30% of your tax taken out. And then the next like 40% goes 30 to 40% goes to rent. And then having bagels, it's just not, not a priority at that point. It's the, the quality of life here it's is terrible. terrible. It's like not worth it. I feel like an idiot being here. Are you going to move away? Probably not. Huh. Well, you and Hannah go move to Montreal. Yeah. If the, the election doesn't go our way, we're going. We're gonna. We're, I'm leaving this country. I'm gonna move to Canada. Yeah, isn't it crazy? Isn't it insane? I was just thinking about this the other day, that we're in the middle of like literally an election year and like nobody's talking about it. It's like I haven't thought about like election day, like Biden versus Trump, in probably a couple months, and it's the year. It's happening this year. Yeah. Like, damn. This is, I mean, I, I get it that there's like a, you know, sort of historic event happening. And that's a whole other can of worms. What do you do if this is still happening yeah, I mean, during election day? Because I bet it will be. I sent my mom a card for Mother's Day and it yeah. got there and it was opened. Like it was opened when it arrived. So I. Weird. I think we should vote by mail rather than like go in person. But it only takes mm-hmm. like three instances like that for like for 300 million people to then get amplified by the Breitbarts and then have paid social ads to all the, you know, people. Uh, yeah, but you're just describing voter fraud. 
Yeah, yeah, I guess you're I'm, right. I'm they just describing voter fraud, but I'm more describing the way that isolated incidents are uh, extrapolated and then used to scare people into, right. or to coerce people into doing what uh, very, very small select people want done. Yes, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't vote by mail. No, we should. I it's mean, we just should vote. that people will, uh, like, lose their shit right. because they think this happened. Right. Yeah, well, they can, Brian, just say it with me. They can fuck off. They can. I won't. I won't say that word. You're not, you're That's not, not true. Say I'll that. say it. But I actually, uh, I've had a for the last. I want to say like eight or nine years. I haven't used the f word on Twitter because I wanted to be like professional or whatever. And I finally, yeah, I, I finally used it the other day for a mask tweet. You see, it's mask shit. It's got you going. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta chill. You gotta start playing some video games or start reading some books. Something. You can't just keep kicking my ass in chess because clearly that's not working enough. Well, you haven't played in a while. You. I know I haven't played a move in a couple days because I'm mad at how much I've played poorly lately. You started out 2-0 on me. I won two. I'm about to win a third. And Is that because you were not paying attention? No, I, how did I, I was, do I that? I was rusty. And now I, and then I had this like competitive edge where I was just like, I'm going to win or whatever. And now you're winning. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, we have a seven game series, so it's it's not over. It's not over. That's true. I just need to not make mistakes. I keep making mistakes. See, that's Brian. What is your quarantine thing that you're getting good at, or that you're gonna get into? Like for me, for a little bit, it was Shakespeare, and then I kind of forgot about I that. that. I'm looking at my stack of Shakespeare books that I bought, and maybe I'll get into them, maybe not. And then it was I'm gonna get good at chess. I've been doing a lot of yoga, like I mentioned, and then I've been cooking okay, a lot. I love that. As you know, cooking. As you know, I'm not working, and I mean I've got plenty to do between the podcast and Same. Zoo and uh, their podcast yeah. and uh, applying for jobs. But mm-hmm. Hannah is working, so I've been taking over some of those. Uh, you know, I, I'm what doing you, more cooking. I'm doing dishes. What are you making? Uh, not much. It, it, it's an improvement for me. You remember where I was. You were, yeah, you didn't cook. But, like, honestly, I didn't really cook either. Yeah, so. but we all, okay, I need to tell you about a traumatic story, which you know about. <laughs> but it was that, you know, you guys decided as roommates, there were four of us, that um, everyone was going to make a meal for each other. So you all made yours. Yeah. I didn't want to be part of it because I knew what would happen. And sure enough, I, I <laughs> maybe cooked the chicken or ground it down a little too much. Uh, and then I feel, I feel bad about you that. and our roommate Rob literally kept it and put it in a bag and reminded me that of was. It. <laughs> for years and i never wanted to cook again because i was worried that i would ruin food for everybody including myself uh so i'm sorry about finally overcame that fear and been cooking bacon pastas meats made hamburgers the other day which again hamburgers not that exciting it's like you're like good you're 27 good for you fucking idiot but no brian personal growth personal growth yep uh what like i made some chicken tacos the other night it was great Yeah. Or what about you, you made hamburgers? Was it, did you make the patties or were you frying them up on the stove? Just stove. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I have some frozen hamburger patties in my freezer, but I'm like worried that it'll be hard to make them. I don't know. I, I just haven't really done anything See, with those yet. The, the biggest preconception I have with cooking was that you have to like get it perfect and you have to follow the recipe or it's over, it's ruined. Right. You just got to do whatever. You don't, you don't have to do that. Do whatever you want. Yeah. That's a, that's it's fun. It's liberating. 
I know. I am totally with you there. Like, sometimes I'm just like, I'll read like three different recipes for like chili or something. And then I'll be like, okay, I want to use this part of this one, this part of this one, and this part of this one because I like this flavor and I have these things in my pantry and I don't want to have to leave my house to pick anything up. And it'll like, yeah, it's just, it's cool because then it comes out and it's fine. It's like never that bad. You know, one time I made fried rice with way too much rice and I just, uh, you know, had soy sauce with it and it was fine. Yeah, and it's like worst case scenarios, you don't enjoy the food that much and then you put a little sauce on it or you salt it a bit more. Right, but it's honestly, when it comes to, I, you know, would eat out a lot or I would eat like chunky soup or something like that, you know, ramen I still make, but it's like, it feels to me like when I make a meal that like lasts me a few meals, that's free food, baby. That's free. I'm not, I'm gonna eat it, you know, I gotta eat it, it's free. This yeah, is yeah, I, whatever. I feel that. It's not good, but yeah okay final question you were talking about this before i'm curious to hear more about it and we'll have thoughts you've been reading a book about george washington yes can you talk about why and what why am i reading this book about george washington well okay it's so it's sort of just practically it's sort of an interesting story so grace read this book it's called um you never forget your first a biography of george washington by alexis co and grace read it she loved it and she was, she was reading it out of the library. And this was right when lockdown started. So the library was like, you, like we're not accepting books back right now. Sure. Like, keep them for now. And so she just has this, you know, George Washington biography on loan forever. And I was like, well, I want to read that too. Because, you know, maybe I'll teach you his history. Um, and it's great so far. Like, I'm barely into it. But it's, it's right away, like, in the intro, sort of interesting. Because it's, you know, a, a woman who is writing this. And, like, most... George Washington biographies are by men. Um, And they talk about him, you know, as sort of like this God, this sort of more marble than man, you know, like he's, he's such a legend. You can never tell a lie. And like, right, exactly. And they, right. It's, he has wooden dentures and it's like, it's very clear that all of these books, all these men just read each other's books and then they would write their own version of it. So they're all like the same facts, the same myths Things that just aren't true. Like Washington didn't have wooden dentures. He had dentures that were made out of like bones and like human teeth. Like he would pay his slaves to pull their teeth so he could have them in his mouth. Like it's crazy shit like that. Um, and how like, you know, I don't just all the all these these men who are writing it, like they got all this stuff wrong. And and women are so often like not allowed in the historian, you know, biographer club. And so she's sort sense. of making, yeah, she's making one that's like true, but is not, you know, so myth making, not so fawning because like, honestly, his life is more interesting when it's not just look at this legend of a man. Like George Washington was basically a PR guy for the revolutionary army in addition to being a general. Like he was very good at PR and like making people hate the British. That sounds right. And I, I don't know, yeah. but it sounds right. It sounds more right than all these tall tales that we, you know, growing up in Texas, having, uh, you know, the textbooks yeah. that whatever they gave us. Right, right. Well, I mean, textbooks, yeah. That's like, or like George Washington accidentally started the French and Indian War, which like you never hear about because he like fucked up and like accidentally killed a bunch of French soldiers when he was on like a recon mission. Uh 
and it was like an international incident. Oopsie. <laughs> Ooh, sacre bleu. Yeah. So, just very good, very very fun book. Highly recommend it. Even though I'm barely into it, I know it's it's gonna be a good one. It really is um, staggering, and I, I know this is a kind of tired take, and the people who need to hear it aren't listening, but. It's staggering how much stock we put into the ideas of like fifty men who own slaves, yeah, figuring out how to structure a government for fifteen thousand people. Now that we're in a three hundred mm-hmm. million person society, yeah, I mean that's that's the whole damn constitution. Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. I don't know. It's like you know, it's certainly interesting. And, and sort of informative to learn about how the country was founded, but there's, yeah, you're right, there's so much stock put into it, it's like ridiculous. It's, you know, like when you teach US history, like as a teacher, it's like so much of the early part of the year is revolutionary war and like the like independence and stuff, which is like just a bunch of white men kind of rebelling and you don't really hear about anything else for a while. It's like, it's, it takes up way too much time. Um, but hey, people love America. You gotta know about your founding fathers. <sighs> On that note, I'm just learning to breathe. America, America is a lie. We're all just getting mad at each other. And it's a lie that I love. <laughs> you know what, Brian? These colors don't run. I tell you. I tell you what. Okay. It's a lie that I love because. What's the alternative? You come for the flag, you come for me. Damn straight. Ay ay ay. All right. Well, um, next time I see you, hopefully we'll both be wearing cyber masks. Or can Google make a filter that I can wear wear me a mask during? Uh, no, no, no. You don't want to give them that face data. Oh shit! You're right. Biometrics. You're so what right. They're called biometry. <laughs> what are you studying? Uh, biometry. Yeah, honestly, Brian, biometry used to be what uh, I think what biostatistics is right now. They used to call it biometry. Turns out, yeah. I was making fun of someone stupid, but turns out I was the stupid <laughs> one all along. You were this stupid the whole time. <laughs> Ciao. All right, adios. Thank you for um listening this was great yeah yeah thank you for listening bye okay bye